Hello and welcome to MPS Staff Rooms podcast. My name is Nikki Peruse and I am your host. Throughout the podcast I meet some amazing teachers and we discuss everything education and their own personal journeys. Come and grab yourself a cuppa and listen in. Today I am chatting to the most amazing teacher by the name of Jessica Nash. You can find her over on Instagram. She is a teacher, a coach and a doTERRA ambassador. So let's get stuck in. Hi, Jessica. Thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. We've been having a lovely little chinwag about everything that you do <laughs> before this session. So I feel like I know you really well. So thank you so much for coming on my podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out. Thank you. So fill in the listeners on everything about you and what it is you do. Oh, my goodness. Where do I even start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a broad question, isn't it? Sorry. <laughs> So I've been a teacher for 10 years and um, a few years ago experienced burnout and a breakdown and um, have used that journey recovering from that um, to put together something called a happy teacher course. So I've trained and certified as a holistic health and nutrition coach and created this course to support teachers to overcome burnout and create a happier work-life balance that's gonna suit them and and support them in carrying on with a job which I know that they still love um and as well as that I am a doTERRA wellness advocate so anything to do with doTERRA essential oils I'm your lady <laughs> you really use your experience of what I presume was quite a traumatic experience having having yeah. personally been through a breakdown and suffering with anxiety myself I totally get where you've been mm. but you're really using all of that experience to help education professionals and to help people either stay in education or kind of figure out where they're going yeah absolutely you know I've been speaking to a lot of teachers who love their job and want to stay in teaching but the way they are living is not sustainable and it's impacting their relationships their health their finances all these external influences which you wouldn't think about from a stressful job um and some people are like I don't know what to do but in the meantime I want to be a happy teacher and see where that takes me and that's how I support teachers in my coaching um and when it comes to the essential oils they played a huge part in my recovery from burnout and a breakdown and I ended up in hospital my body literally given up on me um and I've now got a lifelong gut disease because of living with chronic stress for so long but essential oils have supported me in that process of recovering from that and being able to manage it each day um because it got to a point where when I was in that really dark place mm -hmm. I was so depressed and so anxious. I'd been signed off work um, and I was experiencing a lot of gut issues. I was constantly being sick or, you know, having really excruciating cramps and pains. And it got to the point where I was so afraid to eat and I just didn't know what to do. Um, and Did I suppose you know for at me, that point it was stress related. Did you know that it was? I had no clue. And when I was in hospital, the doctors even said to me, like, we don't know why this has happened. Wow. And it's only through my, through years of 
personal development and my own research and doing my coaching qualification and um, researching and looking at um, the, the research, sorry, behind essential oils and understanding what my body was going through during that time of chronic stress and how that then infiltrated through my body and has now left me with that lifelong gut disease. And thankfully now I do have it under control. Um, but I know if a stressful situation comes my way again, it has the potential to flare it up. But I know now I've got the tools and the strategies to be able to manage those curveballs that life throws at you because you know yes I'm a wellness coach they do happen don't they yeah yeah that's life isn't it but I'm more equipped now to be able to to manage it and understand what's going on I think that's that's the key thing is understanding the impact that stress and anxiety and things like that has on your body because our body and mind is connected but we we're not taught about that we don't realize that do we and I think it's especially teachers everybody's taught to just push through it and I come from the recruitment background in education and it's exactly the same we're taught to just push through it and not really listen to our gut and your body will be giving you so many warning signs I know for me when I was at the end of it I was having 14 15 panic attacks a day but my body had been giving me signals probably three years before that I was starting to get them but and I think this is something that teachers and what I know I love to do and I'm sure you do too is to try and bring awareness to it so that people can kind of look out for the signs of what's happening along the way and pick it up so it doesn't get to the point where you're having yeah. full up, down burnout breakdown can't mm. go in and to manage you know your work-life balance alongside that as well but it, I think it's bringing that awareness that can be quite difficult can't it yeah absolutely and those warning signs I always um say I've, I got this from a chap called Sherzad Chameen and he says it's like putting your hand on a hot stove you know, you're going to take your hand off that hot stove and look after yourself. And that's exactly the same with stress and your emotions. It will give you warning signs. But if we just keep our hand on that hot stove and keep pushing and keep going, we're going to end up seriously injured and and hurting ourselves a lot more than if we'd have taken our hand off and, and looked after ourselves. And, you know, it's just... I love that. And that's part of that. That's yeah, so true. And that's, that's part true. of what I do in my happy teacher course is educating teachers about those warning signs, about the effects of stress and how that impacts your body and the signs you can look out for before it does become too late. And that's my aim, I suppose, is to support teachers before it gets too late. Um, you know, because when I think back about like in education, don't they? They don't, you know, yeah. it's not like you go into teaching for the money. Most people that go into being a teacher are doing it because it's a core passion. They, you Absolutely. know, have a love for the career choice that they've made. And I think that's one of the difficulties for teachers when they're trying to career transition is the guilt that mm. goes with it. The, the oh, yeah. that they failed their kids and themselves basically in leaving. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is great because you're teaching them how to kind of cope with all of that along the way yeah yeah and that's a big thing isn't it that teacher guilt and 
I often say like I can help you create this better work-life balance without feeling guilty because you're going to learn how to value yourself you are important you know you are you as a person as a human being before you are a teacher but I think we get so caught up in being miss or mister you know as a teacher and we forget our identity as a person as well and that's big thing in what I do in my happy teacher course is reminding them that they are valuable they are important and they are worthy of doing things for themselves and looking after themselves because by taking that time to look after them as a person that's gonna have an impact on the children they teach and the relationships with their partners and their children and their colleagues because if they're happy that's going to spread then on to other people and you know are worthy of it I think that's so important I think you know I know I wasn't a teacher but having spoken to teachers and worked with teachers for the last 10-15 years of my career I've just heard day in day out the the worry that everybody goes through the guilt for maybe not being able to go into work because everybody's stressed it really we have to try and make a change and I think it's great what Mm. coaches are doing at the moment is really instilling that in teachers that you know you are an individual person you have mm. a right to put yourself first over your job at the end yeah of the- and you know what part of me hopes after this whole covid season has passed you know teachers are sorry schools and senior leaders and they're going to support teachers in taking the time off when they are ill yeah rather than soldiering on and pushing on going into work when you are ill because you're not your best you know you're not giving the children your best if you're feeling crappy and you're doing that now you know there's, there's so yes. many companies out there that are really forward thinking and not putting pressure on their staff and you know they, they they've invested a lot of money in training staff that they don't want to lose them so they're yeah. willing to let them have those breaks that they need and I would love to see the education system get up to that level where we're not I agree these lovely NQTs have tried and gone through everything and then maybe lasting a year and can't cope with it because they're not giving the added on support that they need I have seen it in some schools and a lot more schools have been run a lot more like a business in that way so hopefully the well-being side of it will rank up we can keep our fingers crossed as well yeah I think it's an up-and-coming thing isn't it you know part like part alongside my coaching I'm a supply teacher so I do go into different schools and it's really interesting seeing the differences between them and how they approach well-being like like you said there are some schools which are very forward thinking and have teacher well-being as a priority and invest a lot into it whereas some of them just see it as a tick box for Ofsted it's like well-being display tick done and that's it (laughs) I cannot stand the tick box it drives me mad (laughs) oh my goodness don't even get me started (laughs) and the thing is it takes more effort to just do the tick box just do the well-being if you actually do the well-being you're going to have a better team and the whole um way the school is run is going to be better the kids it's got a knock-on effect but I think especially here in the UK I'm hoping but I think it will take you know we're looking at a good five ten years before everything starts to we see a massive change mm. in it. um what do you wish everybody understood about your job if there was one thing that you could 
say to somebody that wasn't in the education system that you would love them to understand about your job what would that be <laughs> um what comes to mind is I'm not a hippie because <laughs> I get called it so much because you know I do meditate and I do yoga and I use essential oils and I do positive affirmations and I must admit if if someone would have said that to me four years ago that I would be using essential oils and affirmations I'd have been like get lost are you having a laugh mate <laughs> because I was so like closed mind I was very rational um but that's what led me down that path I wasn't open to different things and opportunities and things like that um and so you don't also of, have to have one or the other can you and I, yeah. I would identify as what you call a hippie as well you know I am very much interested in spirituality and manifestation yeah. and yoga yeah. and everything do I go and get my hair done and dyed every week yes do I get my nails done every week yes those are the things I think you can have do I like to party yeah yeah. am I obsessed with work yes I don't I think they can be both sides but I couldn't completely get that that some people see it as a hippie side but it's not yeah yeah absolutely and I think like I said it's just being open to it and because someone else's opinion or their thoughts are different to to ours it doesn't mean that they're wrong and you're yeah, right yeah. you know it's just being open to it and I'm like I said I was very closed off they might help you try, give them a try exactly. I was very closed off before and I remember um having some well-being training actually uh, as an inset day and I was just like I haven't got time for this. I have got far too much to do. I could be in my classroom doing this, 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 this. And I was so closed off to it. And part of me thinks, I wonder if that day, if I'd have been like, all right, I I am actually going to listen and I am going to take part and do this. Would things have been different for me? Maybe. But actually, I feel like I had to go through that journey for me to make a difference and make a change and I feel like that was that was the reason I had to do experience that so I can do what I do now does that make sense because 100% because now I think both of us can say we look at it as in going how can you not have time to do those things that yeah both do to implement to make sure we don't go back to that place yeah but yeah. I can totally understand having been there as well that I didn't listen to those signs and there was definitely a pivotal point and we had yoga people in I was doing it for all of my mm. team I was bringing yoga teachers in I was talking to them about taking care of themselves making sure they left work on time but I wasn't taking my own advice and I was the person that was going but I'm too busy I've got to be at the phone at seven o'clock at night a school needs me a head needs me to book a supply teacher yeah it was a very pivotal point for me of having my first ever panic attack that really made me go whoa there is nothing there's nothing worth my own mental health or fitness Mm. um as in working too much and doing things like that so I think we all have that pivotal time but yeah we I would have loved to have known you know yeah absolutely before I could have put some stuff into place but I think people yeah I think you've got to be ready for it you yes. know you have got to be ready for it and and once you're asked a new world afterwards <laughs> it really is it really it really, is. really really is I remember like using 
a drop of lavender essential oil because um like back at that time I was experiencing insomnia um and I'm sure a lot of our listeners do yeah um so my friend gave me a drop of uh lavender oil to use to to help me calm down and relax and and go to bed and I remember using it and the next morning I woke up and I was like oh my goodness I slept amazing and I was just like and I remember Matt my boyfriend being like it's a placebo and I in my head I was like yeah it probably is you know but I did it again and I did it again and it kept working and then with my gut issues I used some peppermint oil and it helped alleviate the cramps and the pain that I was experiencing and I was just like there's got to be more than it being a placebo effect so that's when I started to do loads of personal development and research. I've done an essential oil specialist course, an aromatherapy course, because it is more than being a placebo. The science and the research behind it is absolutely fantastic when you look at it. And it's just so interesting. Knowing. And you can see you're so passionate about it. You can literally see I love it. it. <laughs> And to everybody out there, I have purchased a kit ready. I am so excited. So if you are wanting to get onto this kind of train and kind of look at things about it, I'm sure Jess will be happy to have a chat with you guys oh, about absolutely. it as well. But I've I've bought one as well and I can't wait to use it. Um, when you first started as, so when this, when this kind of all started happening to you and you were thinking about going into coaching and things, did you leave your job first? and then go into coaching did you have a crossover I know you're a supply teacher as well so how do you mix both of it together both them together yeah that's such a good question um I had to leave my permanent position because of my health um and um I was in hospital for a long while and for about three or four months I couldn't work after it um and to be honest I loved teaching I just, it was just all the other crap <laughs> that comes with it. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, ever since I remember, I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, so for me, leaving that job, I was just like, well, what else am I going to do? I, I, I just didn't know what else to do, what else I would be good at. Um, so when my health had... Uh, got better and I was physically able to to get up and go to work I supply um signed up with a supply agency to keep me ticking over um in the meantime until I found something else and it was a really interesting process because it I looked at what I'm like as a person you know the things I like to do what I enjoy doing and a lot of it is learning um I'm I'm a big history geek so anything to do with history I was just like I love it so I initially I went down the route of looking into um working in museums being an education officer in museums and um jobs in that I, I found were really difficult to come by unless I lived down in London <laughs> um so you know there was talk of potentially going down to London or not and it just wasn't viable yeah Um, so yeah it was kind of looking at my skills my qualities what I'm interested in and by looking at that I discovered like I do love teaching 
and I am very empathetic and I love helping people overcome challenges and obstacles and that's why I loved teaching you know helping children overcome these challenges in their learning and just seeing them you know that light switch Uh just go and be like got it that for me is what fills me up um and that's when coaching came into my life and um I was I had invested in coaching emotional well-being coaching because of the depression and anxiety and the stress I'd been experiencing from burnout and yeah that's what led me along that path into coaching it took me uh, about a year to qualify and haven't looked back since so now I'm kind of juggling coaching and supply teaching and trying to find a balance but with everything that's been going on it's been really difficult because there's not been a lot of supply work and if there has they want permanent full-time and it's it's trying to find a balance because I still want to teach yeah I still want to know what's going on in schools and in the classroom so I stay relevant and up to date with what's going on so that I can then use that to support my happy teacher clients as well so I'm still trying to find that balance and I'm sure when we have some sort of normality back then I will have a nice balance but still working it out at the moment I must admit (laughs) I think that's that's the point isn't it for all the teachers out there that are wanting to open up a business or maybe do a tuition business it's there's no quick fix it's not going to be right I've left my job and that's it I'm never going to suffer with burnout I'm never going to suffer with anxiety again um you know these things still happen when you run a business there's always the juggling of it even if you're going to do a career transition you might go into another career and it still might not be right for you and you might have the same Mm. effects happen I think it's about like you said at the beginning of the podcast it's about learning those tools to help you whilst you're on that journey and also becoming aware and self-aware of when triggers are happening or you're getting signs from your body that maybe you're overtired or maybe stress is and then putting those boundaries in place putting those rituals in place I mean I'm 15 years on and I in my career as as a consultant and I have to work on it every day I don't think there's a day that goes that I don't suddenly re-look at something or maybe rejig it so if anybody's looking for a quick fix it it just doesn't exist yeah absolutely I wish there was a quick fix I really wish I could say, do you know what, do this and you'll be great. (laughs) But, and I think the big thing is as well, you know, self-care and well-being, there's such big buzzwords at the moment. And yes, it is great. And my life has changed because of it, but it doesn't mean that I find it easy. Yeah. You know, there are still moments where I just think I could leave that meditation today and do something else instead, you know, or, or have I got time to go for a run? Oh, it is. It does take a lot of effort. It does it's take really hard. Not even really hard. Even now, but it's one of those things. And, um, you know, it's like cleaning your house, isn't it? You know, you can leave it, but it's just going to keep building up and building up and building up and, that's the same if we don't do the self-care the stress and anxiety are going to build up and build up and build up yeah. and yeah it's really difficult you have to it has to become a part of your life but I think also something I try and tell clients that I coach is that don't make it another to do though you don't need to add on mm. to that whole play if you're a teacher at Absolutely. that level of burnout already 
adding on I've got to get up and do positive affirmations I've got to do meditation (laughs) in nature I've got to do this I've got to do this you know that's just going to add to that anxiety and if you're looking at social media and looking at coaches on social media we all do it we put on social media what we want everybody to see at the end of the day but we all struggle Mm -hmm. still there's still mornings Mm -hmm. I can't do those rituals that I so clearly advocate doing you know and that's completely normal I think it's not having those high expectations of ourselves as well and just going with the flow and trying to be gentle on ourselves too yeah yeah definitely so if you had um an unlimited budget what would you spend it on at the moment what would you do doing what you're doing now what would you be doing oh I love that do you know what if I had an unlimited budget I would invest so much more into myself personally because I that is the best investment that you can make and honestly change my life that first investment into emotional well-being coaching has changed my life um and yeah I think for me I would do um as we talked about earlier I'd probably go and do some NLP um I love heart math and I'd love to become like um an instructor with heart math that's just so interesting um my goodness what else would I would just invest in my personal development and because then what what I aim to do is it took three years of self-development and um recovery for me and I've kind of condensed that down into a three-month course so for me it's like I can give you three years of results in three months that's what I'm here to support you with so you don't have to go and spend tens of thousands of pounds doing that you know I I can support you with that and that's what coaching is isn't it it's uncaused it's you using your experiences and Mm. a lot of people will say oh you know I can't afford it and I can't afford to invest in myself to do that but you're really investing in something that somebody else has experienced and spent days and days and months and years and years researching and training in um and it's it is 100 worth the while doing it I have a coach or you have a coach I think most coaches have Uh, yeah 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 um once you go down that road you kind of realize how how good it is yeah recap how kind of two things I wanted to ask you at the end were how do you get yourself out of a slump if you suddenly are feeling a bit in a slump at the moment what would be your go-to things that you would do in that scenario I think the first thing is is being aware that you're in a slump um that is the key thing here because if you're not aware of it you're not going to do anything about it are you you're just going to carry on doing the same things each day and carry on feeling the same way but if you are aware that you're in a bit of a slump and you're not feeling your usual vibrant self and maybe you you know experiencing doubt that imposter syndrome maybe you're a lot more emotional than you usually are I think it's just taking a step back and looking at right well what's going on you know looking at different areas of your life the wheel of life is a great one to do Mm. um, because it makes you look at different areas of your life you score yourself out of 10 and you can see what's going well and what's not going quite so well and those areas that aren't going quite so well it's like okay well what's in that gap then between 
say five and ten what's the next step up what is the next small step that I can take to to increase my score in that um so I think it's all about self-awareness identifying what it is that's making you feel that way and then just doing whatever makes you happy I think that's the key thing you know if going for a walk makes you happy go for a walk if chatting to your mum on the phone makes you happy do that reading a book have a cup of tea um it's it's finding things that bring you joy and happiness and fulfillment that's going to brighten you up and get you out of that slump um well you're living proof that it can be done I mean you've gone through well if yeah if I can do it yeah and my clients have done it I've supported clients to do it so if I can do it and I've helped them to do it, then you can do it as well. I think for me, one of the biggest messages I would like any of the listeners to know, whether you're in teaching or not, is that you are not stuck. So, you know, mm. there's a famous quote, you're not a tree. You can move at the end of the <laughs> yeah. day. I, I like that. that. Um, you know, and I think a lot of teachers feel stuck. They feel there's no way out. And even if it's coming out into supply for a little bit, um and having a bit of a break and a breather and just seeing yeah out there you know there's because some people will be so far into it that they don't know which way to go they don't know whether they want to do business or move careers or stay in education or change mm. education roles sometimes coming out and doing a bit of supply can really just yeah absolutely yeah it, it gave me the breathing space um to to find what it was that I wanted to do um and I did it because I didn't know what else to do and I needed money. So that was, you know, the easiest way to, to have money keep coming in. Um, but yeah, it gave me that freedom, that space. It gave me the time to um, study as well and, and um, qualify as a coach. So I would highly recommend, you know, it doesn't even have to be supplied, just finding something else that is, you know, nine to five whatever it is you want to do um where you can leave that there have that breathing space use that time to to look after yourself and find what it is that you want to do because it might be that you want to stay in teaching it might be that you want to leave completely and do something totally different but yeah I feel like you definitely need breathing space because teaching is consuming isn't it and even when you're not at work it's the weekend or it's the holidays you still think about it yeah you're in it one percent of the time really you're never going to get a full break and sometimes you need to step out of it to see the wood for the trees at the end yeah yeah so where can people find you where can they come and meet you follow you give us all your details wonderful yeah so i am on instagram um my handle is jessica joan coach um and my facebook page is jessica joan as well um and i've also got a facebook group which you can join um and it's a brand new one i'm not gonna lie so i can't actually haven't you called it a healthy teacher is it not that one is it the one i'm in I'm changing that group. Are you? Yeah. Um, so the new group is called Primary Teachers 
create a happy work-life balance with Jessica Jones. Oh, That's I like that. That's nice. Facebook group. So yeah, social media is a great way to find me. Um, yeah, find me on there and get in touch, drop me a message and I will support you in any way that I can, um, whether it's to do with my happy teacher coaching and mentoring course or whether it's to do with doTERRA essential oils and using that as a natural way to support your health and well-being as well and I can't wait to get hold of mine I'm so excited yay I'm excited for you honestly changes your life for taking oh thank you taking the time and yeah if any listeners need any help in finding Jessica then send me a message and I hope you all have a lovely day Thank you.